Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. Is it a comedy podcast? Yeah. Look, yeah, my word. I think it, you'd be the judge of that. I think it goes. What it goes under that category, right? Does do you, does it go yeah. on? A, you uploaded it, Jakey Boy. Does it, it go? It's under. under it's under. Category? Well, there's some there's some subcategories. There's comedy, music, and education because it is. Oh my gosh! It's know. a triple threat. Yeah, we're all three. I think. It is a triple yeah. threat. Okay. Yeah. How weird oh. is it that instantly, as soon as you start hitting record, everyone just gets really like, I get like a little bit cardboardy and I'm like, oh fuck, like now I'm actually being documented. So I really need to be quite aware of myself. It's quite a, it's a quite interesting. All right. All right, what anyway. I do is try and not like talk over everyone. Cause I feel like that's my modus operandi. That's okay. We'll just shut up. Okay. That's good. Yeah, All right. I mean, you're the you're the guest. So you you're the guest, and it's up to you. I want to know what even is the premise of this podcast. Like, I genuinely don't know. It's a good question. Basically, to basically to educate, um, entertain, and bring communities together. Mm. Integration. What? That's what I'm in it for. Wow! I think a puppy just started laughing with joy. That's how wholesome <laughs> that was. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. it's just for... Well, thanks for having me. No, thank you for having us. Um, no, well, no. you're having me because I'm on your podcast, so... Yeah, that's true. Guilty. Actually, you are You are indeed. Discharged. So, do you, um, Greg, would you like to uh, welcome our guest, please, officially? Absolutely. Uh, so, today on a very stormy... Uh, what is it? Tuesday? No, it's Thursday, isn't it? very stormy Thursday, we have Lily Richardson, who, and Lily Richards, Richardson plays in a band called Clues. Thanks. Woo! Thank you. I'm going to applaud myself to add to the crowd as well. Thank you, Thank guys. You. No. This is actually um, my first podcast I've ever been on. Okay. And what, really and what a big one. What a big one to come on to. Yeah, what a way to start my podcasting career. Are you, like, in terms of nerves, where are you at out of 10? Is ten like the most nervous you've ever been? Like year nine piano with Stedford nervous? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Let's say that. I'm probably like a six. Oh, I would have would have thought, thought higher. You know, which yeah. is still pretty nervous because my yeah. ten is like you know you can't even function. Yeah, okay. But still, so. I would have expected maybe a bit. Because Lily, you've been lucky enough to uh, to pull the curtain back. We all work together at for a time, and you've seen the comedy duo that is Greg and I in person. So I, I thought you would have been a little more nervous to be around such mm. talent. I can I can become more nervous if you want me to. Oh, well, Just yeah. give me a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can internalise some fears. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, God. Now I'm like at an eight. Okay. So now we're making me feel at now eight. We're, now we're, now now we're cooking with gas. Exactly awesome. Right. But yes, I have seen you guys in action. Um, we did all get to cross paths at one point in our life. Um, and it was a beautiful but fleeting moment. Wasn't it? That's a really, that's really yeah. well put. It's really it, was, well put. it was fleeting. I wasn't, I, I, I had moved on quite quickly after you left, uh, after you joined. But I do understand yeah. that you and Greg worked together for quite some time. And we you did. have a little nickname for him called Greggles. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's... Um, is that a true story? Well, that's that's the one that he tells. So, I know that. Okay. I mean, Greggles just was an organic. That just started happening. You yeah. just took that upon yourself to. Yeah. You know. Look, I'm a very nickname based person. I think that actually this has come up in conversation a lot with people recently. It's like what your what's your love language? 
I think yeah. my love language is nicknames, you know. Oh, that's sweet. So obviously that with most sweet. people it comes from a place of affection. Mm. But with Greg I would say yeah, probably it was more just um me trying to put him in his place at work, yeah. you know. Disgust. Because obviously so, he was higher up on the food chain and I needed to like alpha my way in. Yeah. So that's I feel all- like Gregor's is sort of like you know, brooding I wouldn't say I'd say emasculating I'd say it's a cute nickname (laughs) yeah perfect perfect I feel like that sort of put you in your box but yeah Greg was so when we um worked together Greg sat behind me or we sat back to back you know what I mean like a sort of James Bond poster so we'd swivel (laughs) around have a chat um I'd tell him to stop you know distracting me and then we'd go about our day and I did, I did distract you quite a bit, didn't I? In, in hindsight, there was a lot of times where I turned around and you actually had work to do and I, you know. I mean, look, yeah, I'm, I'm a very busy person. I was a very busy working girl at that company and you sort of hindered my productivity, I would say, you know. In but it was way. worth it because... Yeah. <laughs> and I can, I, can, I can vouch for that like on a personal level because I think um, when I met Greg, he also hindered my growth as a human. Yeah, like your emotional... My emotional sort of growth, growth, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I relate to that as well, you know. Because I just feel just, like, he's, swal- like yeah. the, his darkness can swallow you up. Yeah, Greg, you're like a black hole. Yeah, in a good, like, in a kind of... Oh, yeah, in a good way, of yeah. course. You know, things that suck away happiness, like, that can definitely <laughs> be reframed in a positive light somehow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I so... I agree. Um, yeah, you're awesome. Thank you. No, so speaking of... Speaking of Year Nine piano, Stedfords, my yeah. my mum dropped round yesterday. <coughs> Excuse me, just by the way. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Greg. She uh, Mrs. Greggles. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And she dropped over yeah. a whole bunch of old uh, stuff. So <coughs> she was going through. She can't. She can't throw anything away. I mean, not. She's not. You know, haughty like that. But <coughs> she can't throw any kind of like kid stuff away. Wow, that is so loud. That, that is that's mental. Um, but she uh, dropped off the um, my year five piano with Stedford winning audition sheet, so uh, which oh, I was just really really excited about. Course. Some really great comments from AMEB on that one. Wow, Thank you peaked pretty early, Greggles. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's all been downhill, hasn't it? So I was I just saying that you peaked early, um, but congratulations! It, it's yeah. me- I don't know if I got a chance to congratulate you at the time. No, 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 no. Of your year I, five of Stedford. No. Yeah, congrats. Because I, 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 I doubt that either of us would have been born. Born? Born at that time, Greg. Because yeah, Lily and I are quite, quite younger and quite a lot hipper than yourself. Yeah, right. we're, as, as exemplified in Jake's word choice, we are, we are hipper. <laughs> that's, that's a cool thing to that's say. That's a cool thing go. to say. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. No, that is, I mean, look, the whole, like, we're obviously all sort of, actually, yeah, I would say we're pretty musical people. Guilty. Um, I guess that's the idea. But, yeah, my, that was my, the first time I've ever been traumatised by performing was at um, a piano with Sedford. And I don't think it was in year nine. I think it was actually way, I think I was probably, like, age nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys have any trauma that you want to um, sort of put on the table from being forced to be a performing seal. <laughs> Not so much trauma, but I played in the primary school big band trumpet from year three oh, to year six. Classic trumpet trauma. Uh, oh, God, here we go. I never learnt how to play 
the trumpet. Brass trumpet. Uh, I used to just kind of blend in with the other trumpets and make the noise with my mouth. So rock around the clock. That's actually So I played the trumpet for three years and I can't play the trumpet at all. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good hack. Like sometimes when I sing, I don't actually sing. I just like make the noise of me singing. You know what I mean? And (laughs) just... Yeah, absolutely. Like, where's the line? If you have the mindset of I'm singing right now, you're singing. If you have the mindset of I'm just making a noise that sounds like singing, then are you singing? I don't think so. Believe, conceive, achieve. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say anyway. You know, it's it's all all up there in your head. It's all good stuff. Um, Let's talk about music for a bit. Let's talk now, seeing as we're on the topic of pretending to sing and and play trumpet. Lils, what's, what's going on with Clues? What, what have you guys been up to recently? Uh, I saw that you guys had a new single out over the last couple of couple of days, like last week or something, or this week, was it? Yeah, this is actually a perfect um, time to talk about music because for like a year we hadn't released a song and then last week we put out a single called Want You That Way. Congrats, so by the way. Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Thanks. Um, yes, yeah, so that came out last week. Oh, I guess it came out, yeah, exactly a week ago. So, little anniversary podcast, loving that. Um, yeah, I don't know, that's really all that's been going on. I mean, we're going to be releasing a bunch of music this year because I feel like Modus Operandi for Clues has been like, release a song, wait six months, release another song. No, I don't know why we do that, but that's just the way we roll. This time it's like song, 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 body of work, let's go. That's bad. So I think this year's going to be busy. That's cool. Is it like you've just been doing a lot of writing? Is that what you've been doing over the last, obviously doing a lot of writing? Weirdly enough, actually, I haven't written, like I literally haven't played guitar and written an original song for probably like a year or maybe like, I don't know. Yeah, probably a year, I would say, which is weird. But anyway, we spent last year recording basically, you know what I mean, um, in the studio, which was cool. But yeah, the writing thing has really fallen by the wayside. I don't know if it's because of like the whole, not to talk about the pandemic, but maybe a bit like everything I write seems a bit bit too like, I don't know. It seems to be a bit contrite. It's like, oh no, everyone's, you know, like the world is gone to shite. Everyone's so sad. Yeah. Which I I feel like is a bit overdone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a little bit. I I mean, sorry. Yes. I totally know what you mean. I think it's probably kind of hard to avoid considering, you know, the, the effect that, that the pandemic has had on everyone. I was just speaking to a, a friend of mine yesterday who was talking to me about um, some of the stuff he'd been writing and he was kind of saying a similar thing where it was like, what, what else do you write about you know, when, you, when you're sitting exactly. at home? Exactly, and we're all too close to it at the moment. Like, it's too lame. Do you know what I mean? A little bit, yeah. Like, yeah, it's you, like we get it. We're you all You kind of have to do way. that or go straight parody. Right about... Okay, yes, you know, I feel like that's that maybe you be, guys' forte. That could be it. So I can help you with that. Um, we can we can do yep, some stuff. Yeah, that would be awesome. We can do some stuff after the pod even. Sort of like uh, down the lines of spray and wipe. Ah, oh, shit. My spray and wipe. I'm out of spray and wipe. Yeah. So that's sort of an idea you can have. That was really good. May I... Can I have that for free, actually? No. A little pro bono? No, not for free. We'll you got to talk, we'll talk oh, okay. afterwards. We'll You've got to credit me, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, put that on the next I one. Think parody songs are 
I, th- I don't think anyone's over parody songs. I think parody songs no. keep, you know, they go from strength to strength normally. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally can't think of a single parody. Oh, no, yes, I can. I was going to say I don't know any parody songs, but I do. Disregard. Okay, no worries. Um, that's exciting. That's, that's super cool. And you've been doing some, like, sit-down shows as well. Like, how's, how, how's that been? Is that weird? Yeah, I feel like that was our bread and butter last year because we weren't doing any, obviously, no festivals or anything. So we did, yeah, it was actually really cool. We did like a sit-down show in August, which was like the first sort of, you know, vibe show that we've done in that format. And it was rad. It was just like everyone there with their little wine and cheese platters, like proper sort of almost like dinner and a show, not cabaret vibe, but it was just a different energy. Then we did a couple of bigger like support shows, which were really cool. And yeah, I don't know. I personally like it. I think that obviously it doesn't have the same energy as like a mosh pit sort of vibe show, as you probably know. I don't know if you've been going to gigs, but yeah, it's just different. It's cool. People have the space to sit down, you know, enjoy the band. It's just a nice night. I like it personally. I totally, I totally agree. We haven't had the pleasure yeah. of ever really playing two bigger shows like, um, you, like you've got to, but we got to play a sit-down one, and for us, it was probably better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ooh, when, really? you only have to, when you only have to sell 40 tickets, it works, yeah. it works really well, you know, for us. No, it was. It was a good time. Um, yeah, definitely kind of felt a little bit cabaret and felt a little bit dinner and a showy, but I was kind of down with it. And yes, me too. Yeah, it was kind of everyone was in the same boat that it was kind of weird, so nobody found it weird. And it's funny because, like, the first... It sort of made us... Like, we sort of tailored our set to that setting, do you know what I mean? So the first show we did was supposed to be a bit more, like, stripped back. It was with a band, but it was just, like, dialed back a little bit. Like, we weren't jumping around going, you know, getting all, like, sweaty. And then the... Yeah, we did, like, some duo shows, which is where Grace, who's my... You know, you guys both know Grace. little sister anyway we just did these shows it was like just the two of us playing guitar which we never do like we haven't done that since I don't know it feels like since high school and it was really cool I don't know also because if people people hadn't been going to shows so they were kind of excited just to see you know music so it made it they would have been happy with anything that's what I mean yeah exactly I feel like in in the north in the in the life as we used to know it, I don't know how well it would have gone down, mm. but it was really fun. We got to do the duo thing. So yeah. And I don't know, you have to, there's a caveat of like, we just got lucky. Do you know what I mean? Like we have cool people who book our shows. We got to play cool shows. Some bands didn't, you know, but yeah, it was yeah. a good, it was a good year. How did you enjoy doing the duo thing? I like it, but it becomes a bit of like, um, I don't know. It's it's really nice. Like, Grace and I love singing together, just the two of us. It's awesome. But it sort of just reminds me of when we used to be a bit more singer-songwriter, like, as teenagers, and people would be saying, oh, you sound like First Aid Kit or something. And we sure. just, all we wanted was to be like, no, we just want to be a rock band. Like, we just <laughs> yeah. want someone to tell us we sound like Hole or something. Hey, you so, sound like Hole. Oh, my God. That's, Wow. That is so funny you should say that because that's my dream. <laughs> Pleasure. Um, that's yeah, that's no, actually It is. Dream. The duo stuff is good, though. <laughs> that is our is dream. It? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? I'd, I'd absolutely. be very happy to sound like Hold. You guys are on that path, actually. Appreciate that. I can hear it. It's a big influence. We've actually ripped some of their, uh, one of their chord progressions, actually, completely. 
Yeah, rip yep. it off. Rip it all right off. off. Rip it off. There's nothing new under the sun, guys. No. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. You know, there's only so many chord progressions you can play. There's only so many chords. That I literally only know about five <laughs> chords, so... Yeah. Yeah. I know Couple. about four patterns on the drum on the drum kit. That's literally it. I just uh I've noticed that. <laughs> oh we all have. We all have. Old four trick pony over here goggles. That's all right. That's it. Uh L- Lily, with the new recording, uh are they gonna be uh, maybe an EP or are you still planning on doing singles? What's what's the plan with the release of the new recordings? We, it's going to be an EP. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do another single after this one that we just did. And then, yeah, it's like five songs. I think in April or May, I don't know. We always, don't you hate it when artists do this thing where they're like, oh my gosh, I probably like shouldn't tell you our release plan. Um, like this hasn't been announced yet, but genuinely hasn't. Like obviously we haven't told anyone that we're doing an EP, but we obviously are. So it's happening. Um, we can embargo the pod if you like. Yeah, we can do that. We can embargo it. We until can embargo the-, the pod until the EP comes out. True. No, it's up to you. I'm. I. My whole theme this year is like, let's be transparent, guys. <laughs> you know, no, none of these industry secrets. Nobody cares. Everyone Great. knows that an EP is coming. You know. Yes. So open book over here. And to get more into no, the we open will, book, we're going to do that. Who are you working yeah, with? Yeah, totally. With- it's like. Just crack open your heart, you know? Let crack us in. Crack it open. Crack it open. That sounds yeah. like lyrics. Dude. Write them down, dude. You said you haven't been writing music. What are you talking about? Yeah. Gosh, lucky we're recording this conversation. Put it with yeah. the spray and wipe track. Verse two. Yeah, I'm probably going to retire your one into ah. the back catalogue. Ah. And probably just keep my material, I think. Ah. That's probably the way to go. Waste. Waste. That's a call you can make. You had a question, Jakey? Uh, who, who are you, who you uh, recording these tracks with? We did our big um, sessions of recording last year with Dylan Adams. I don't know if you know him. He's like a really, he's like a great, great, great producer. Uh, DMAs? DMAs? Yeah, yep. did DMAs, did all the old sticky stuff, um, awesome. like West Theb. Yeah. Yeah. Very much our sort of mm, band direction of, you know, where we want our sound to be. Great. Yeah. So that was awesome. He was really, really cool to work with. Um. Yeah, he, uh, Grace and him actually work together at, at which is this, I don't know, place where they work. So we've got mm-hmm. a cool little fam thing going. Sick. Which awesome. is nice. Um, do you want to talk about your cool uni stuff? Oh my gosh, yeah. Did I tell you this? That's cool. No, you t- you mentioned that. What are you doing? Tell, tell, the, uh, tell the fans. Okay. Tell the fans. So, what, give, give them what they um, want. Everyone, listen up. Ooh, did you hear that thunder? Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah get amongst bring it in so i did criminology at uni so technically i have a bachelor of criminology it's pretty cool um i don't even really know what that is or what it means but that's part (laughs) of my identity now so i'm embracing it no but i'm doing honors this year which is where you write like um you know a thesis paper for a year and i'm doing it in crim like criminology, which I love, like I loved my degree. I'm really nerdy about it, but I'm doing it all to do with like gender disparity in the music industry. It's going to have sort of a specific um, focus on like how women who work in music in Sydney specifically perceive like gendered microaggressions, even maybe going more into like harassment or assault or just gender disparity in general. 
I'm on week two at uni, so I don't really have to decide on my question right now, but it's going to be that sort of vibe, I would say. Super cool. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I feel like my head is going to be very much just like, you know, clicked into that sort of space this year, which is interesting. Yeah, wow. That would be, that sounds super fascinating. How, how, how long does an honours thesis need to be? I think it's like, oh my gosh, let's look right now on my little, I actually have my supervision meeting after this, so let's look. I think it's 25,000 words. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm pretty scared, I'm not going to lie. And you have the year to Um, do that? Yeah, well, you have nine months, so it's quite literally like making a little baby. Yeah, absolutely. So at the end of the, at the end of the nine months, I will have a baby and it will be um, my thesis. So... Yeah, that's happening, which is cool, but it's very much like, well, I mean, obviously I'm a woman and I work in music, like I'm already cognizant of all these issues in terms of like gender disparity and everything, mm-hmm. like most people in most industries are. But once you start like really reading, you know, just legit academic papers on it, you sort of just can't unsee it, do you know what I mean? Like it sort of transcends your personal experience and it becomes very much like solidified in your perception of the industry and now I'm like oh my gosh I just you're looking at stats like oh in 2017 only 26% of the billboard top 100 songs were featuring women oh at this festival you know this many sexual assaults happen and it's like oh my gosh this is an issue that like you know you know in your heart it affects you but then when you start studying it you realize how like deep it permeates the industry so I'm sort of in that headspace, which is a weird one to be in for the rest of the year of like releasing music. But I think it's going to be, I don't know. I think it's going to be exciting to learn about. No, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I can imagine it would be quite, I mean, confronting uh, at the upfront just to, you know, research it and interview and, and complete, the, uh, complete the paper. But I think kind of also then quite confronting in your, you know, profession as a musician and performer as well, just being aware of that stuff and kind of knowing that you're kind of you know performing and being a part you know being right there present with it all i think that'd be quite yeah exactly uh, like mm. you're part of it you know yeah definitely wow yeah um that's that's super cool and and very very impressive when you told me that you were doing criminology i thought that you were going to be kind of investigating music-based crimes that, that's that's the first thing that I well we g- if I was doing that I'd probably start with Jake's parody song that he <laughs> sang well at done. the start of the episode <laughs> hey you know what you could so investigate you're lucky <laughs> you could investigate fraud because how many times has John Farnham done the this is the last ever tour oh, don't get me bloody started no because I've you, know had, I, you know how I get I've had, a, I've had a bloody gutful I've so. yeah look I I've only seen John Farnham once and it was at a festival, I think at Falls or something. And even for though the last time. he was in the context, yeah, for the <laughs> last time ever, even though he was in the context of like, obviously a cool young hip, like he was the heritage act, but you know, yeah. this like cool outdoor festival somehow. And I, it was just like magic. His set still felt like I was in a huge RSL club, <laughs> and I don't know how he does it. It was fully like the like the like graphics at the back of the stage was sort of this like sparkly like screensaver thing. They were all wearing like they were all suited up in like little and like the backing singers were wearing like cocktail dresses, and I was Fantastic. like, wow, this is iconic. 
I, I mean, I had chills the whole set. Like, his voice is amazing. But I did feel it like is, I was at, is. like, the Entertainment Center circa 2012. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I was, I was at Falls or something. Having a great time, but also wanted to pop something on Kino. Go and have a Exactly. <laughs> and the lesson there is, you know, let your performance transport people. To, to wherever to you pokies. want them to go. Absolutely, to the pokies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, um, speaking of RSL performances, I... I got tickets to see Bob Dylan at the Enmore a couple of years ago. Uh, two years ago, maybe? Mm. Oh. And, yeah, like, he, he sold duck. out. I was very, a very yeah. lucky duck. And um, I think it was, like, a, a second show or something like that. I think he sold out a, a, a big space. I can't remember which one it was, but then did another show at the Enmore. And yeah. it was like being at an RSL. Like, his backing band, I think they may oh, have had, amazing. like, round hats and like sparkly vests on and yeah. they were all you know they weren't young cats I'm beaming right now just thinking about it and and it was great like it was you know I was there going wow this is you know this is a bit you know this is Bob mm. Dylan it's incredible you know I, I, that's like, once in a lifetime it was but it was also you can do it seven nights a week at the Rudy Hill RSL if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it yeah, was a bit of a exactly. challenge and it was weird that they that they gave the crowd you know uh Ch- uh, wedges, you know, mixed grill. It was, it was yeah. A weird, it was everyone a weird had touch. little buzzers on yeah. their table that like buzz up, and then you go pick touch. up your when you chicken come palmy in, they, they at ask the counter. You veggies or salad. It was a, it was a yeah. bit of a different show. Mm. All the kids are drinking lemon lime bitters. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what I liked, it had the footy in the background. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Really that. They were playing the grand final yeah, behind it. Up, up. <laughs> that's what I enjoy. That actually is kind of my idea of a great time. Have the band on the stage, have the footy on like a projector behind them. Absolutely. Have a plate of wedges. Like, you're kind of. What do you got to complain about? Yeah, true. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a single thing. I couldn't think of a single thing in that. Yeah. Sounds no. like a, a dream. TAB to the side. Actually, well, funnily, you guys probably can relate to this. I feel like. I'm like I really like sport like I like footy but I've definitely we definitely played a few gigs back in the day where we'd rock up for like yeah like our set's about to start and they'd be like oh like sorry um the game's in overtime like you can't start until the footy's finished (laughs) actually I think it was for the I must have been for the Bledisloe last year we played this show in like Manly or something and the footy was on a huge projector like sort of where the stage was and they were like, oh, sorry, you're going to have to line check in like five minutes and we had to set up fully like crawling underneath the projector so our shadows weren't like over Michael Hooper's face. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone was be like, sit down, we can't fucking see and everything and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry but what are you going to do? Yeah, I'll do a little shadow puppet performance. I would have done that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, the dog and stuff. At least they pushed it back yeah. for you. I remember a couple of years ago, a venue in Wollongong. I don't think it's there anymore. They just kept it on mm. and we played. And to be honest, yeah, and, pretty, and to be honest, I was distracted. Hard. I found myself oh, engaging yeah, more with the television than the few yes. people in the crowd. It was a bloody good Which game. Which goes back to the fake singing, you know. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 100%. Making sound. Yeah. Yeah. Without with one singing. eye on the footy. But, you know, it's that, it's that cultural overlap between music and sport, you know? Mm. Especially Everyone, in Australia. Yeah, Australia does it so well. Yeah, it does exactly. It, yeah. Spe- yeah, exactly. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, cool. I, I, that's, they're, they're my general kind of music industry questions that I, that I wrote on my hand about, about 
45 minutes ago. You didn't write them on your hand. <laughs> no, you wrote them on a piece of paper. Don't A4. Write them. A4. Show me your hand. Right, it was on a it was on a piece of paper. You got me. You got okay, me. so Greg is a lying snake. He is a yep. lying oh, snake. Right. No, this has been yep. this has been great. Thanks so much for coming on, Lily, and having a chat with us. Before I let go, I do have to ask um, a bit of a bit of controversy that's come up from episode one. Greg didn't know yeah. what a uh, Avon person was, and I've and we've had a little bit of feedback that. Oh my gosh! Really? People do a lot of feedback. Do you, did you ever, did you ever deal with, or your parents deal with the Avon person growing up? Um, I, I mean, I don't want to, going back <laughs> to talking about gender in certain industries, I don't want to stereotype, but I feel like typically it would be the Avon lady. The Avon lady. And I, uh, and yeah, I was, you I was have careful like Avon to, parties. I was careful to not, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's like, you know Mainly what it is now, It's like a makeup sort of, oh, what, really? Oh, a bit of both, a bit of both. Is it? Oh, actually, I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, I could Jake, Different accoutrements oh, that like... Here we go, I could be different wrong a, Different homewares. I'm homewares. Not, I thought it was makeup or whatever. No, look, you... I, it's like basically a pyramid You're probably... Scheme. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen the episode of Kath and Kim where they host that like lingerie party where they're trying to sell, like basically they're trying to sell stuff to their friends? I, I have not, so. no. Okay, well, um, that's first of all a big problem. You need to go watch some <laughs> Kath and Kim. I, I have started. I've I've started yeah. since it came on Netflix. I started a couple of months ago. I'm very late to the party on that one. Okay, great. Well, that'll educate you in a lot of things, not okay. just Avon parties. Fantastic. I, I was saying, uh, to Greg, I think the Thermo Mix has taken over. That seems to be the new pyramid scheme. Have you heard of the Thermo Mix? Um, Tell us I about don't it, know Jackie. What that is. Um, it's I would love to know. Is this part of it? Are you the top of the pyramid? I'm confused. I, uh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it's, it's an all-in-one kind of cook station. You can bake a cake, uh, mix the cake mix. Oh, like a mix. microwave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I don't know. Mix, mix a cake mix, mix a cake mix and bake the Wait, cake. Here's a really fun all, hack. All in one thing. If you tip your microwave up so that the door is facing the ceiling, you know, like a top loader, you can yeah. actually just pour the cake mix straight in, mix it around with a spoon, shut the door, flip it back so it's like a front loader, turn yeah. it on, boom, a cake gets baked, comes out as a giant square. I love you get that. A microwave, a microwave I love that. square cake. Yeah. So I don't know what this, you know, all-in-one... Actually, thing you're fuck the thermo. Yeah, fuck the thermo mix if you can That's do that. That's what I mean. Actually. Like, it seems like... Don't you hate it when things already exist and then someone makes it, like, branded and makes heaps of money off it? And it's like, guys, we were doing this all along. Guys, I've been cooking cakes in a fucking upside-down microwave for, for years. Yeah. And you've come... Years. And then Jake comes along, years. starts his thermo mix business, years. tries to yeah. sell it on my podcast, and, you know... Trying to, to, to capitalise, I think, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. Um, but Lils, thank you so much for being on. I think we might uh, maybe wrap it up. I think. What do you reckon, Jackie boy? Is it? So, yeah, it, 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 sound, it sounds great. Do you have a Do you have a catchphrase? Anything you want to sign off with, Lil? Yeah. Do, you, do you I have a catchphrase? Yeah. We've got. We've got one. Mine's peace. What's yours? Oh, yours is peace. Yeah, I made that up. Greg, what was yours again? That's, that's actually really original and awesome. What's yours, Greg? That. Mine, I've been, tr- I th- I'm trying to change change it up a little bit. So I think every every episode I'm going to have a different one, just oh. depending on how Like I a feel. signature? I just change my yeah. signature every time I sign a legal document. <laughs> Do you? That's, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Um, 
Yeah, I think my my catchphrase today is just because it's storming. My catchphrase today is probably just close your windows. That'd be. That'd yeah. Be that's good. Probably. Oh my god, my window is actually open. It's I can literally see it raining in my house right now. I just flipped <laughs> yeah, the camera around so the boys sure could see. As well. My oh my gosh, I'm sorry. We can end the podcast. This isn't even related anymore. Um, Go on. I just wanted. I feel like you guys will appreciate this. My housemate Maya recently bought a new coffee table for us, and I'm just going to show you. It's like this. It's a dolphin carved out of marble with a huge slab of glass on top of it. <laughs> Let me just show you. Can you see that? Oh wow! Wow. Dude, is that a? Do you live on an Eastern European oh, pornography set? Is that <laughs> like? One? Yes, it looks okay. My Greg just said it looks like an Eastern European porno set. I say that with love. I say that with love and respect. With love and respect. What? What did she say? Um, Maya said she doesn't watch porn, so she wouldn't know. N- neither. I don't know either. Hey, Maya. <laughs> Never seen it. Um, oh, no, thanks though. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, she also said thanks for the I, tip. I thanks for the recommendation. I, I had no idea that she'd be so close, and I certainly had no idea that you'd just pass on my awful comment to a stranger. So I'm looking forward to meeting Maya uh, at, at one of your shows. So it'll, it'll be uh, yeah, should be you'll good. definitely run into her. Awesome. Anyway, so, but back to so my catchphrase is something to do with like a dolphin um, being immortalized in stone. I feel like. Okay. Um, I'll just say if you, my catchphrase today is, take your time. If you are, um, if you feel like you're, if you feel like nothing but time, nothing but time. If you feel like you're a dolphin made of stone, don't worry, you won't sink to the bottom of the ocean as physics will would suggest. You will actually keep swimming, dude. That's that is I don't, bad, I don't think that's going to be topped. I don't think... I think we've peaked. I like how I sort of stumbled over my words a little bit as well. Like, I, I couldn't really it. make it succinct, but you get it. It's really good. It's Point really received. Good. Awesome. Loud and clear. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lewis. Well, thank you so much for joining us, dude. I... Um, I'm very appreciative. I know that you're a very busy person. We, um, we really do appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm not that busy. I'm just disorganized, so... Oh, okay. I thought you were busy. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, Fair I enough. mean, aren't we all? Everyone's busy. It's a modern world, you know? I don't know. We're busy, so I, I appreciate that much our time. Yeah, speak for yourself, Greg. Jake and <laughs> I, I are slammed. I don't know well. what you're doing. I got, lo- I got a lot on. I got a lot on, if I'm being honest. What do you got on? Yeah. I got... Get that, what do you have um, Dish... Uh, uh, I got, the a, I got a mop. I got, I got the dishwasher on. I was going to mop later. There's a fair bit going on. Yeah, that's I, um... I have joined a gym recently and I've just been trying to do that as a bit of exercise oh, just for a laugh. Oh, Greggy, why are you leaving the flex chat till the end? Oh, we can keep it. <laughs> I'll, dude, I'll dates. just edit, I'll edit all this in. This is going to be gold. Like, this is all good stuff. Um, but I, so it's been really, really good. But one thing I have noticed is just, I always have fucking gross, sweaty clothes every, like just every day. Yeah. Like, it's just, disgust- I'm just doing yeah, yeah. loads true. of washing every single day, you know? Like, it's yeah. just... No one tells you That's about the That's good. Down, that means you're working hard. Yeah, it does. But it also just means that my place stinks just consistently with like... Isn't it a bachelor pad anyway? 
I just assume everyone, every man's house just smells like a man, which I ain't gonna lie, and it's not really a good scent. No, I, I know. No, no, no. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree yeah. with you. I um, and I, nothing I do on call you. I'm just batch. saying. You know, God, I'm coming in with another gender stereotype. God, what's wrong with me? Put that in your thesis and put that in your thesis and smoke. Greg's place smells like uh, sweat and like old meat. <laughs> If I had to, if oh, I had to say no. a couple of things, yeah, like old but chops, like, bad cuts of meat too, like chuck steak, like okay, yeah, like real like venison. shit, like veal. No, I, dude, I wish it smelled like veal. It smells more like um, when you go into like a delicatessen and they're hanging meats from the ceiling. It smells a little bit like that, but oh, like. Dope. This is such a weird pivot, but that's funny you should say that because I actually love... Bye, Maya. I actually love... Bye, Maya. Sorry. See, Maya, can you apologize to her again? I do. I really didn't mean to offend her at all. Greg said um, he's sorry. No, say what I said. Say he's really sorry and he feels awful that he offended you. He's really sorry he offended you. I don't think she knows. She can't hear you. I'm, like, I'm sorry on his She behalf. didn't even know what he said. I'd never have said anything. Nah, see so. so, yeah. Um, I think I was just about to tell you that I love the smell of a butcher. Mm. Yeah. That really, like, cold. Yeah. That sort of, like, cold, weirdly fresh air when you walk through the little, oh. like, hangy plastic fly strips that are sort of, like, red and white colours. Yeah. And there's this, like, you smell, like, the rissole... It's, it's not, it doesn't smell like meat. It smells like weird. It smells like, refri- it's like walking into a walk-in fridge. Yeah. Yeah, like mints and stuff. Oh my gosh. When I was a kid, I used to, we had, it was called Bernie's Butcher actually down at the shops. I used to Shout walk into it. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, it's not there anymore, but I wish it was because honestly, oh my gosh, you know how you can make your own cologne, like make your own perfume scent? No. No. Since when? It's like, a, it's like an internet thing you can do. You can like tailor a scent to someone be like oh right. you know jake has reminds me of sandalwood let's make that his scent <laughs> okay. with a bit of he does yeah i have got mm. that a bit yeah i know i can see it i can see it in you <laughs> yeah. man okay well i'll tell you listen anyway. i've got another weird story about butchers i know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about lils i i know that smell and it's quite mm. i think it's comforting from a childhood perspective because Absolutely. i think you can describe that to anyone and everyone gets it straight away yeah but here's a weird <laughs> Here's a weird thing yeah. that I've only just realized was weird. And I think I brought mm-hmm. it up. And I like to be quite self-aware. I like to think of myself as someone who's quite self-aware. But this was one thing okay. that I, that escaped me completely. When I was telling a story about <laughs> how when we were kids and we'd go into the, like, you know, little kids, we'd go into the butcher and my mum... Like 15 or... <laughs> no, like, like quite young. Oh, like, like 27. Maybe, maybe... 32, no, I reckon okay. maybe six or seven, like quite young. Okay. And yep, mum, yep. um, <laughs> mum would buy and give to us each a frozen chicken nugget and we would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> we would eat it in the butcher yeah. and love it. Like we'd, we'd be in Frank, we'd Isn't be in Franklin's doing the shopping. I go, when are we, when, when are we getting the meat? Cause I'm fucking starving. <laughs> And it's it's that's, so wild. That's fucking like, mental. That's fucking dude. mental. Yeah. Oh my the, god. The cocktail frankfurt was a thing. I used to get a a, a cocktail frankfurt. As a, and, and I, I know a few I mean, people that used to get frozen that from the deli. No, no, I've never heard of the frozen. Because I think I don't know if I've understood this correctly, Greg. Let me just mm. um, paraphrase to make sure I understand. 
Your yep. mother, the woman who <laughs> raised you, Mrs. Greg, would mm-hmm. let you eat frozen chicken nuggets before you even got home. I'd so, mm-hmm. Where's the decor? And that's so uncouth on so many levels. And personally, I don't want to talk shit about your mum. But it's not really your fault as a child. No. You know what I it mean? Was, dude, best days of my life, the frozen chicken nuggets days. <laughs> if you choose to eat frozen chicken nuggets, like it's not really your prerogative as a child to choose what food you eat. Your, your mum just says, oh, you're going to eat this tonight. Like you get what you get, frozen you don't get upset. Nuggets. So, all I'm trying to say, it's not your fault, babe. Oh, thank you. It's your mum's fault. Oh, it's your stupid mum's fault for poisoning. I've, never, yeah. I've no. never heard you say that before. I can't believe I've never told you. I mean, story. kids no, eat, like, it. frozen peas and, like, you yeah. know, hard pasta shells and everything. Oh, but that's chicken something nuggets else. And different. dog food and stuff. Absolute different world, the chicken nugget, the frozen yeah. chicken nugget. Yeah, that's not on. Yeah. I, I remember. not on. Yeah, I just I remember saying it too. It was quite recent. That's why you haven't heard it, Jake, because I still thought it was normal. Mm. You know, like I've only realised that maybe like a That's week and a half fucking ago. Fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes things happen in your child, like just little quirks of your family. You think, oh, everyone does this, and then you grow to realise, like, no, that was just completely random. Mm. Yeah. Not bad it's... things. I'm just, you know, just little things. You think, oh, no one else does this. <laughs> so none of you have eaten got frozen chicken nuggets as kids that's not i'm the only one no i never have negative okay fair enough yeah sorry but look you live to tell the tale it probably made you the menu today it's all part of the tapestry of life isn't it it is it's it's kind of you know sabina morrow birthed me and frozen chicken nuggets sculpted me Very good. Ugh. All right, Lils, let's wrap it up because I uh, I don't want to be editing for, for that long. I can't be asked, but I'll um I'll get. Oh, true, 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 yeah. true. Yeah, Do you want to yeah, flick, yeah, flick yeah, us through yeah. that file when you flick us through your? Yeah, voice, we'll try to just email it to you. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I'm um, pressing end recording now, so you better not say anything good. All right, well, let's just do an official right. goodbye, let's Jakey. Do an official Jakey, goodbye. you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, thanks Jakey. again, Lil, and to everyone out there, peace. Thanks, Lily. Uh, it's storming outside. Close your windows. But that's just this week's catchphrase, and I'll have a better one for you next next week. But uh, thanks so much, Lils. And what was your catchphrase again? Something about a Medusa dolphin. Well, yeah, well, I just wanted to say before I end with my catchphrase, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast ever. Really honoured to be on it. And just want to tell everyone that if you feel like a dolphin made of marble... Don't worry, you're not going to sink. <laughs> I can't get through it without laughing. Don't worry, you're not going to sink to the bottom of the ocean, as physics would suggest. You're actually going to keep swimming. Love it. Beautiful. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, okay, see you guys. Bye. See ya. Bye.